episode 23 of the Dirty Water Podcast. It is New Year's Eve, December 31st, 2020. We are coming to you live on Instagram and recorded otherwise from the Sandcastle, not yet sponsored by Bud Light, but this is our Jordan episode. We have Bud Heavy today because you know what? The king of beers is actually phenomenal. For those of you youngins that got to drink light beer because you're trying to like stay looking good. I'm going to tell you something. Bud Heavy is so good. I'm going off on a tangent. I'm Chris. It's Billy. What's up, man? Yeah, cheers to the end of 2020. Fuck this year. Let's get out Okay, yeah. Episode 23. Um, Jordan! Last week we were remote. Uh, Chris was in the Outer Banks. I was here in D.C. Uh, we are back in studio, so hopefully the, hopefully the sound quality is a little bit better than what we had last week, but hopefully it was bearable. Um, it is NFL Week 17. It is the college football playoff semifinals. Big action. Big uh, football action. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I cut you off. Yeah, no, you're good. Um, let's start with the recap. Um, last week, we picked 12 bowl games. One of them, the Gasparilla Bowl, got canceled because of COVID. So we had 11 games on record for college football. And one of them went very wrong. Very wrong for you. Both your pick and your team lost with Tulane. How do you lose? Look, they were playing for the chip. They were playing for the potato chip and lost. I like potato chips. The old Potato Bowl, Nevada took that one from you. I was seven and four on the week. You were five and six. Again, I'm just routing you in college football picks. I know, you, I know you're, you've, you never claim to be an expert in college football. Nope. Um, the record shows it. Yeah. In the NFL. Don't trust my picks. In the oh, NFL. We were neck and neck. I think I had a two-game lead on you last week. Um, going into last week, I was nine and six and one push this week. You were seven, eight, and one push this week. Which brings me into week 17 with a four-game lead on you. Do you think you have a chance here? Four Let me games? tell you what's going to happen with our NFL picks this week. First of all, and we'll get there later, I actually prepared and wrote my picks down and did a little research this First week. time ever. First written time, stuff down. I waited for the Jordan episode. I waited for the calendar year to end. But I did my homework. So Billy should be scared. Secondly... After we do our picks and we post the show online, I am going to post all of our picks, and you guys are going to vote if you trust this guy or Captain Good Times. Just remember who's up four games on the season this time, this but guy. I, I did 16 weeks of no homework. I did homework. <laughs> I'm going to get an A on this test, baby. Let's go. All right. Full season. Well, before we get to NFL Week 17, we're going to break down all the playoff situations, too. NFL Week 17 is always a weird week. We're going to start with college football. Uh, there are quite a few bowl games happening still, uh, but really the only two that matter are tomorrow. On January 1st at 4 p.m., we have Notre Dame versus Bama, and at 8 p.m., we have Ohio State and Clemson. Those are obviously the college football playoff semifinals. Let's start, uh, let's just do it chronologically here. Notre Dame versus Bama. Um, Bama's a big favorite, 20-point favorites on the line for Vegas. Um, let's, let's start there. We'll do the over-under after. Before I pick, I just want to pick on what happened last night a little bit. Dan Mullen of the Florida Gators, you should be ashamed of yourself. They got chomped. <laughs> Oklahoma beat you. They beat your ass. My guy Miles out there, you were right about your defense this year. I was wrong I debate my guy Miles, who hopefully is watching right now. He's an OU alum, loves the Sooners. 
bent my ear about seven, eight weeks ago after one of our podcasts, I was given the Big 12. We were given the Big 12, no respect in the rankings. OU played an awesome game. They played an awesome defensive game. Uh, and OU's never been noted for their defense in past years in the Lincoln-Riley era. Uh, but pretty impressive last night. Dan Mullen and his post-game presser made about 25,000 excuses of how, well, this wasn't the team. We have all these guys sitting out. Ah, oh, you kicked your ass. You lost. Sooners, you get all the credit. Gators, you lost. You suck. Quiet. Accept it. Be humble. They beat us. Credit to them. We're ready for next year. We're recruiting, whatever, whatever. Yeah. I thought Dan Mullen was so, this is the same guy who came out and said back in the, at the beginning of the season, oh, I want to sell out. I want to sell out our stadium knowing that, you know, you can't put nearly that many people in a stadium right now to sell it out. Certainly can't have 100% right. capacity. But he was one of one Gator Nation to fill up, uh, fill up Gainesville. It's like, this nah, guy, this guy man, he, uh, he's a little bit off, I think. But not anyway. quite. Yeah, so, so they did have a few guys out, but honestly, that's not an excuse. They got the brake speed off of them. It was never close. Um, but I do need to keep a leash on you because that's not at all what we're supposed to be talking no, no, about no. this I'll week. I'll the picks now. Okay. I've got the Alabama Crimson Tide minus the points. I'm sorry, Fighting Irish. You guys have had a nice year. You won that game against Clemson minus Lawrence, that overtime game back early in the season. Yep. Great job on that. You do not look like that right now. And Bama is nasty. I'll take a minus the points. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any doubt Bama's going to win this game. I'm picking Notre Dame because that 20 number is a pretty, pretty large spread. I know it's college. 20 in the NFL is like unheard of. In college, it's not. But for a college football playoff game, this is probably one of the biggest spreads they've had. For, um, for a national semifinal, certainly. Yeah, right. For, for one of the playoff games, it's definitely one of the biggest spreads. I'm taking Notre Dame. Um, my thought is this. I think a lot of that line has to do with Clemson beating the shit out of Notre Dame last week. Uh, not last, uh, two weeks ago. Um, last game. But I, I think that was like a bad performance by Notre Dame. I, I don't think they're a good team. I think maybe they're a touchdown or 10 points better than what they did versus Clemson. Um, but I, I got them covering maybe they lose by 17 or 14. 20 is a lot to me. So I'm, I'm taking my chance on Notre Dame with uh, 20 points to give there. The over-under on that game is 65-and-a-half. So I always think about over-unders this way. You start with cut it in half. What does each team have to average? 32, basically, 33. Um, do I think Notre Dame is going to get 33? No. Do I think Bama is going to get 33? Yes. But even with the spread, I, I see this as maybe like a 40-20 game, which is 60 points. I mean, Notre Dame could score even less than 20. I'm taking the under 65 and a half. I don't think Notre Dame is going to score enough. I think Bama's going to score about 55 points in this game. So you can, whatever we think Notre Dame's going to score, you can do the math on the over-under on that. So you taking the over there? I don't know. Notre Dame might score only 10 points. It might be 54-10. But I think, I think this game is going to be absolute destruction. I, I would stay away from the over-under. All right. Chris is staying away from the over-under. I'm taking Notre Dame. The under, you're on Bama. Let's go to the night game, what everyone would probably agree is going to be a better ah, game. Wonderful. Ohio State, controversial that they even made the playoff versus Clemson, who has been pretty dominant all season, except that one game that Trevor Lawrence was out. Clemson is a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm going to go Billy Theory. The hooks got me, so I'm going to take the Buckeyes plus seven-and-a-half. You know, I'm really kind of conflicted. 
I would say that, you know, we kind of picked on Clemson in the past because the ACC was weak, and then Clemson proved it didn't matter because they, they played great one national mm-hmm. titles. I think the ACC's improved this year. I do think part of Dabo's argument about why Ohio State doesn't deserve to be in, in the sense that they have less injuries, they've gotten beat up less, they haven't had to go through the trials and tribulation of a full season. Mm-hmm. I do think that helps Ohio State here. I don't think he's necessarily wrong about that. I think Ohio State is healthy. Um, I think they, they have gotten hit less than everybody else. So this kind of leads me to keep Ohio State making a very close case. I think Clemson's the better team. I think Ohio State's the fresher team. Yep. Seven and a half is a little too much for me. I do think Ohio State has a shot in this game. Yeah, I, I, I get it that Ohio State you know, has played less games, less banged up. Um, I don't know of any notable Clemson injuries, you know, but, but, you know, banged up can just mean like nagging things that, that slow you down. I'm going to take Clemson here. I think Clemson is as good of a team as we've seen Clemson be in, in quite a few years. I mean, and they've, and they've been good, but they've really looked dominant all season. The whooping they put on Notre Dame, I don't think, you know, I think Clemson, a lot of people thought they were going to win versus Notre Dame. I don't think anyone thought they were going to win by as much as no, they won by. No, I agree. Um, I, I think Clemson's a very good team. Um, Trevor Lawrence doesn't have anything else to prove. He's going to be the number one pick to the Jags. But, you know, obviously he wants to cap this off with, uh, with another national title here. I think Clemson's going to win. I agree. I don't love the hook on minus 7.5, but I'm going to take him anyways. Um, Ohio State struggled a, a decent amount with Northwestern. I think they were down most of the first half of yeah, that, game. that game. But Northwestern's sneaky good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Northwestern does have a good defense. Um, but I'm taking Clemson here. They've just looked better. It kind of, feels kind of like a trap game. Maybe I should take Ohio State. But I'm, I'm sticking with Clemson. I'm not flipping. Um, the over-under here is 66-and-a-half. And I have a couple of statistics. Um, Ohio State has not scored. They've only played six games, but they've not scored less than other, uh, one time. They've only scored less than 38 points, and that was versus Northwestern, who has a pretty solid defense. Clemson has never scored less than 34 points in any game this season. So the math would say go over because almost every time these two teams have played, even like the lowest two scores that they've played, it, it's gone over 66. However, these two defenses are better than any of the other defenses these teams have played all season. I think it's going to be tough for both of these teams to get the 33. I'm taking the under here as well. Love that pick. I agree with you 100%. I, was just, I thought you were going to take the overs. You were breaking it down. I was going to say, I love the under here. Uh, I do love the under in this game. I think it's a highly competitive game in the 20s. Yeah. I think we're going to see some, some NFL guys on the defensive side step up and make some plays in this game. Um, I'm looking forward to this. It's going to be the game of the weekend. On the flip, I do kind of hope Clemson wins handily because a full-on Clemson and a full-on Bama national title again would be awesome. Would be awesome. It really, truly would be. They're the two best teams. So much as I'd like to win my pick and see a great semifinal, if we don't see a great semifinal because Clemson really puts it on them, like you think, with your minus, right. then that's setting us up. That's setting the stage yeah. for just a top-line national title game. Which is pretty awesome. Obviously. Look, and, and we'll we'll talk about it next week when we preview the national championship game. But I think even if Clemson wins by seven or less, like I still think they got a shot at Bama. Assuming that Bama and Clemson both win, I I really think Clemson has a shot. Um, I mean, we, Bama. Not this year. I, I I don't. This Not isn't this the Bama team. I mean, I mean, Mac Jones is. They, Mac Jones is probably a better quarterback than they had since like Tua, probably, and maybe even better than maybe Tua last year. Is that <laughs> two years ago, last year. Last year, 
But, was a rookie. Right, but Bama's known okay. as like a like a running back in defense and offensive line kind of school. They're not known as like a oh, Heis- Heisman championship quarterback kind of school. But Mac Jones is is playing very well. So um, also fun statistic, just randomly, Bama is I think the only school in college football history to have three players as the top five Heisman finalists. I did not on the know same that. team. Did not know that. Running back, wide receiver, and quarterback from uh, Clemson were all, I'm oh, sorry, from Bama was all top oh, five. Right. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so recap of picks. I've got Notre Dame in the under in the early game. You've got Bama. Uh, that's minus 20. You've got Ohio State in the under with me in the late game. I've got Clemson in the under at seven and a half for the late game. Okay, let's go to the NFL. Um, before we get into picks, Let's start. I wrote them down. Wrote them down. I wrote them down this week. Let's start with just like an overview of the playoff picture right now. We'll start in the AFC. The Chiefs have clinched the number one seed. No chance. The two uh, that they drop down, other two teams that are in are the Bills and the Steelers. They are locked into the two and three seeds, but they could. They could. They are guaranteed to be the two and the three seed. It's just about what order they're in, right? So um, in order. They have the same record right now, 12-3. and three. Uh, Bills have the tiebreaker, which I think is strength of schedule. No, no, they've been head-to-head. Um, head. Oh, head-to-head head head first, then, then sure. the tiebreaker. So Bills have the tiebreaker no matter what happens this week. Steelers would need to win. Bills would need to lose. Uh, in order for that to change, any other outcome, two wins, two losses, Bills stay as the two seed. Um, An interesting note this year, guys, if everybody kind of hasn't remembered or kept up, it's seven teams in the playoffs, not six which mm-hmm. means only the top seed gets that first round by. Correct. The really cool thing, we will have a dirty water next weekend, not this weekend, next weekend, is that Saturday and that Sunday, it will be an NFL playoff triple header instead of a double header, uh, which is really cool. I believe it's like 1, 4, 30, and 8 both times, uh, both days of the weekend. That's really cool. We'll have six playoff games. Yeah, that'll be Two fun. Days, that's, we've never had that before. Really awesome. We're excited about that. I'm excited as a fan and as a bar owner. Yep. Um, so watch all those games at Dirty Water. They got the most TVs in Northeast D.C. You know where to watch your football games. Come out to Dirty Water. Okay. Um, the fourth spot, which is reserved for the last division winner, is between the Titans and the Colts. The Titans and the Colts both have a record of 10-5. and five. In fact, all five teams, which are not the top three seeds, have a record of 10-5. and five. So very chaotic bottom half of the playoff picture. We've never seen the AFC so much ahead of the NFC overall. This is the first year I've ever seen this. We're looking at potentially yep. all nothing but 11 team 11 win teams in the AFC playoffs and it's a deeper playoff this year. And and I that's, think that's crazy. I think looking at the matchups that's what's going to happen is is that the only teams that get in are, are going to have 11 wins and here's why cuz none of these teams are playing each other. Right. And they're all playing winnable games. Except Miami's going to play Buffalo. Correct. Correct. So the the but I mean in the guys oh, that are 10 and 5, five. Right, all the right. 10 and 5 that are playing each other. So the Titans are playing the Texans. Um, the Colts are playing the Jags. So those are the two teams that could win the AFC South. And the Titans, if they both win or both lose, the Titans will Correct. win the division. Correct. The Titans title have the tiebreaker. Correct. And I, I mean, I think the Titans are going to beat the Texans. They're going to be an 11 and 5. Um, the Colts are playing the Jaguars. Worst team in the NFL. They're probably going to be an 11 and 5. Miami Dolphins are playing the Bills. That one's more of a question. They big, might not big win. Big question. So. TBD, but there's at least two teams that are going to be 11 and 5. Ravens are playing the Bengals. That's probably 11 and 5, which means that last spot, in my opinion, is going to be the Browns or the Dolphins. So the Browns are playing the Steelers. They are heavy favorites because the Steelers are sitting guys. Right. 
Um, I think they're nine-point favorites, so it's likely that the Browns win that game but and also get in at 11-5. and five. They do have some COVID issues. Two players tested positive this morning, not named which players those are. Maybe it's a backup. We're not really sure. Um, but right now, I mean, it's really looking like, in my opinion, the AFC is going to be 11-5 and five or better to get in, which is a pretty stacked field. Yeah. Pretty stacked field. So that's pretty exciting. Right now, uh, with the 10-5 and five teams, the only team outside looking in is the Colts because of tiebreakers. Don't ask me how all the tiebreakers work. With five teams tied with if the same record. If we had more time, I actually could bring it down for you. I'm kind of a tiebreak nerd at this stuff. <laughs> it would take too long, to be quite honest. But um, if all teams win, all teams lose, Colts the Colts right. will be out. Um, Which is crazy because they're probably sorry Steelers fans. Good. They probably have the best defense in the AFC, and it would be kind of sad to oh, see. Oh, don't them. apologize to us. We just beat them. It would be sad to see them not in the playoffs because they see some defensive football in an era now where everybody's scoring all over the place. Okay, let's jump to the NFC playoff picture. The Packers are in control of the number one seed, but they are not locked in. If the Packers lose and the Saints win, the Saints have the number one seed. If the Packers lose, the Saints lose, and the Seahawks win, the Seahawks can jump all the way from three to one. Come on, Saints. Come on, Saints. So the Packers right now hold it. They have a game lead over the Saints and the Seahawks. The Saints have the tiebreaker of the Seahawks, so right now it's Packers, Saints, Seahawks, the way it sits today. Those are going to be your one through three. It's just about what order they're in. The fourth seed right now has not been decided. It's going to be the NFC East team, uh, either the the Kettleballers, the Washington of the Sports of Washington. Club, is in control of that four spot right now. But if they drop a game, it will be the winner of the Giants and the Cowboys. Right. Um, the fifth seed. So this is kind of surprising because. Uh, a wild card team has locked in their spot before the last division winner yeah. for NFC East. The Buccaneers are guaranteed to make the playoffs. They are currently the five seed, but they could drop down from that. Again, the five, oh, I didn't realize they weren't locked into the five. The five seed is as high as you can go for a wild card. They cannot pass the Saints to win that division, so they can't jump up to the two or the three seed. The highest they can go is where they sit now at the five, but if they lose... And the only scenario in which they lose the five seed is if they, they lose and the Rams win, the Rams jump them at, with the same exact record. The, Ra the Rams are throwing so, some, some guy out there, quarterback, that I've never heard of. John Walford. We'll get, we we'll get there in a Maybe second. Maybe they should have John Wall play quarterback. It might be better. John Wall. Well, he hasn't been good uh, anywhere. He's played basketball. <laughs> so why would he be good at football? I don't know. Um, so we talked about the NFC East for that four spot. Uh, the remaining two wild card spots again. Don't say it. The Bucks have one. Don't say it. The Rams are currently holding that. Fine with the Rams. The Bears are if also. If the freaking <laughs> Bears are in the playoffs, the league's most unwatchable team after the Jets and the Jags. I mean, we're talking about possibly the most unwatchable team going to New Orleans to play the Saints. Well, that one isn't going to be much of a game. Yeah. So I am kind of hoping the. The freaking Packers beat the Bears this weekend. Which, again, we, we talked about the Packers don't have the one seed locked up. It doesn't look like they're going to rest guys at least until they start winning by a shit ton in this game. So, And, and I think uh, Bakhtiari had a fun quote earlier this week. Uh, he said his, after his post game last week, he was like, I'm looking forward to beating the brakes off of the Bears. Yeah. So I think they're going to oh, come out they're swinging. Play, cause the, if they play, they have a bye next week, so they get the rest week right. next week. I, I fully expect Sierra Rodgers and the squad – on the field in its entirety, or like you said, if it turns out to be very one-sided deep into the second half, fourth quarter, yeah. I, I don't think we'll see the Packers sit. 
Yep. So um, the team's in the hunt still, not locked in. Washington has to play the Eagles on Sunday night. That'll be a great game, pretty close. Alex Smith looks like he's going to be back. Rams have to play the Cardinals. So that head-to-head matchup, whoever wins is in. Um, good note from your end that the Rams are going to be without Jared Goff. They're going to be starting John Walford, who has never started an NFL game. Come on, John they also have Bird. They also have my guy, Bryce Perkins, who was UVA's quarterback last year. Who is UVA? He is uh, John Walford's backup. They also signed Blake Bortles this week. <laughs> Blake is, was on the team at the beginning of the season. He was cut a couple games in. Nobody really knows what's happening. Um, but if Walford doesn't play well, I think I think Bryce Perkins is going to be the guy. I love those team, week but I don't know if Bortles is going to be the guy. It's impossible to know what's going to happen. The Rams are playing for the playoffs. They got John Wall playing quarterback. They got Billy's freaking like college roommate as his backup. <laughs> and then Blake Bortles, who I don't think he's taking an NFL snap in like two years. Is like now on the roster doing something. And this is for the playoffs. Does he even know the playbook? Like, I don't even know. Oh, my God. Um, this is crazy. Other notable injuries for the Rams. Daryl Henderson is out. They're running back. Uh, Cam Akers is also questionable. They need Akers. With, Akers, uh, Akers had such yeah. a hot streak for about a four or five week span. Then he oh, hurt two weeks and ago. Robert Woods is out with COVID. So, yeah, you know, the, the, Rams, Rams, the Rams, I mean, it's tough. It's, it's, it's a tough situation. Although, to that listen, they're playing the Cardinals. The Cardinals have been on a little bit of a skid. Um, they have not been playing great. Kyler Murray is expected to play, but he is a little banged up for He's sure. Up he was a big question mark. Um, so we'll see. I mean, the Cardinals, I mean, the Rams have been the better team all season. Obviously, some huge guys that are out for the Rams. Um, the TBD time. is what's going to happen. Um, then we talked about the Bears, again, holding that seven spot right now, playing the Packers. I cannot have the Bears in the playoffs. They're so bad. All signs indicate that the Packers are going to play all their guys, in which case I think we both agree that the Packers are a much better team than the Bears. Then the last two teams that stand a shot, again, NFC East, Cowboys, and Giants going to head-to-head. So that's your playoff picture, right? No other teams, that, any team we didn't mention has no shot to get in. Um, yeah, that's it. So let's get into the actual picks now that we've kind of previewed that. I am going to come from behind and win this season right here because I did my homework. Oh, and for those of you who do want to know this, sweep the leg, Captain Good Times won his fantasy league this past You week. did. Congratulations. European soccer clap. I also won one of my fantasy leagues. European soccer clap. It's not the one that one you were in. Yeah. Mr. I played 27 leagues. I three. played just three. one league just three. I had for like 15 years. And I never won it until this year. So I'm If happy. anything solidifies you to talk on a sports podcast, it's winning a fantasy football championship. Everyone knows it's the greatest credential of all time. And, um, and, and totally not to my credit, <laughs> my poor opponent in the final had like all these injuries that came out of week 16, and he scored like 58 points in the final. I didn't have to do anything. Dan. Yeah, well, nobody cares about either of our fantasy teams, right. and fantasy is over, so let's get to the picks. All of these games are on Sunday, people. We have, I think, yeah. six games in the early window, seven games in the seven, early window, seven, and seven, nine, seven, eight, and seven, eight, and one. So all on Sunday, ton of fucking football. Um, let's start with that early window. Um, before every pick, I will tell you the relevant playoff implications. So, for example, we'll start with the Dolphins at the Bills. This game does matter for playoff implications. For Bills, it's just seeding, but for the Dolphins, it's a win and you're in. So, uh, Dolphins and Bills. Bills are at home, 
two-point favorites here, which is an interesting line because you would think they'd be favored by more. There's been no announcement that they are going to sit anyone, but I've heard rumors that there's a chance that they will. Um, Cole Beasley is uh, out this week. He's considered week-to-week with like a leg injury. Not any more specific than that. Um, no other notable injuries on the Bills uh, that happened last week. Bills minus two. I'm going to go with the Dolphins. Um, oh, Billy's picking first. I'm right. a, yeah, I'm going to pick first. Change it up a little bit. I'm, I'm taking the Dolphins plus two. I have a sneaking suspicion that the Bills are going to sit guys because the Steelers are sitting guys. And if the Steelers lose their game, it, has no, it doesn't matter what happens in the Bill games. Now, it is important to note that they are playing at the same time. So right. it's not like the Bills will know beforehand. Um, but I have a sneaking suspicion that the Bills are going to sit guys and they don't give a shit if they lose because even if they drop to the three seed, like, it doesn't really matter. The rest of the playoff picture for the AFC is such a shit show with all those 10-5 and five teams. You can't predict who you're going to beat. I don't think the Bills have that much incentive to win here. Um, they may rest guys, uh, and that may be announced in the next couple of days. I'm taking the Dolphins. Uh, what's your thoughts? A couple things. One, because Josh Allen is such a young quarterback and they've been pretty healthy, I think he's going to play. I'm thinking the Bills minus two. I do think it matters for the two seed because there was an announcement this morning that the governor of New York through the county of wherever the hell, Buffalo County, I don't know, or somewhere in western upstate. New York. Yeah. Uh, western New York, not to be confused with upstate New York. No, what's different. the difference? It's uh, anything that's not New York City is, is not, not true. upstate. Not true. Who cares? Western New York, they're going to let some fans in for the playoffs they, they announced today. It'll be a low percentage. I actually think Buffalo is totally going to play to win this game. One, I don't think they want to lose a game that potentially play the same team a week later, which Miami could be the seventh seed or the sixth seed if Buffalo were to be free, mm-hmm. um, you know, based on some shifting. So it's not, it's not good to, like, dump to a team, then you got to see them a week later. The second thing is, again, I, I think they're, they're going to they're gonna let some fans in this place. And in the divisional round of the playoffs, I don't think the Bills are very interested in going to Pittsburgh. So I think the Bills are going to play. I think Josh Allen's going to play. I'm not saying if it gets late in the game – if Pittsburgh is getting beaten pretty badly uh, against Cleveland, they see it on the scoreboard, right. then maybe there's a move made. But I think coming out the gate through the first half into the, into the early second half, I fully expect the Bills to play their guys and win this game by more than two. So I got Buffalo. All right. Next game, Ravens at Bengals. This game, again, does matter for playoff implications for the Ravens. They need to win to be in. If they lose, they still have a chance. Um, but if they win, they're in for sure. Uh, Bengals obviously have no hope here. Ravens on the road are 13-point favorites over the Bengals. I like the Bengals. I don't know what's going on with this team. They're actually playing better. They beat Pittsburgh. How? Nobody, that was two weeks ago. Nobody really knows. But there's something going on with this team. I think and they won last week, too. Yeah, I, f- I forget who they played. They beat Houston last week. Yeah. Something's going on with this Bengals team. Um, you know, they were showing signs early in the year. Obviously, obviously the quarterback situation has now changed. Under Burrow, they were losing a lot of tight games. They weren't winning games much like kind of how the Giants were in the first five, six weeks of the season, but they were competitive. They dropped off for a while once Burrow got hurt, but in the last couple weeks, they seem to be bouncing back. And like you said, they won two in a row. Um, I, yeah, I think the Ravens win this game. The Ravens go to the playoffs. All that said, there's something kind of game about this Bengals team, and I think 13 is way too much. I think they're going to make it a great game. Um, I, yeah, I totally disagree. I think the Ravens have been rolling. Uh, the Bengals have beat a really bad team last week and beat the ghost of a Steelers team. No one knows what happened in that game. Two weeks ago, I don't think the Bengals are going to keep it up. Look, they're sitting right now as the sixth pick in the draft. If they, if things go their way and they lose this game, 
They could be as high as the third pick, depending on what happens to the Falcons, Texans, and Eagles. If they win this game, they could be as low as the ninth pick. So listen, I, I, I think they want to lose this game. I don't think they're going to show a lot of fight here. The Ravens are the better team. I'm taking Ravens minus 13. Okay, Steelers-Browns, we talked about this one a decent bit. Steelers, it matters for the 2-3 spot. Browns, you win and you're in, you lose, and you're likely out, unless the Colts also lose. Uh, Browns are nine-point favorites. The reason for that is that the Steelers announced Ben Roethlisberger on offense and Pouncey, the center, uh, are out. On defense, they have T.J. Watt and Cam Hayward out, uh, both the defensive linemen and I think technically uh, Watt's a linebacker. Maybe he's a he's an edge. edge. He's, yeah. he's an edge. That position edge now. Right. OLB or um, DN based on two of the most three. two of the most like important defensive players for the Steelers, and certainly been some most important offensive players. The Browns are nine point favorites. The Browns are not resting anyone. I'm taking the Browns here. I mean, the Steelers have looked bad enough in recent weeks. I mean, thank God for the comeback win again. I'm a Steelers fan. Thank God for the comeback win against the Colts. Um, I think the Steelers need rest. They've had some injury troubles in the past few weeks. Uh, the Browns really need to get in here. Uh, yeah, the, it is worth noting the Browns this morning had two players test positive for COVID and are going to be out. I don't know what two players that is. It has not been announced that I've seen. Um, but I, I think the Browns are going to come out and, and play with the passion here. They've shown their offense is explosive. Um, I'm taking Browns minus nine. I was going to take the Browns until the COVID announcement this morning. I feel like there's a COVID cloud coming uh, over the next three days. I think something, something is awry, something is amiss. I'm going to take Pittsburgh plus nine. I got a strange and bad feeling that it's not going to just be two players in Cleveland. I think something's going on. Yeah. We, we, we've, seen this, we've seen this before. We've seen it more in college than the pros. Uh, but these things can grow exponentially and quickly. Um, could we be looking at a game that gets moved? Could we be looking at a game that gets canceled? Um, I don't think with so. With the playoffs pending next week. I don't think so. Not now. Right now everything canceling. seems two guys, whatever. But I just have this bad feeling that something is going on with the Browns. That's going to unravel in the next 24 to 48 hours. I hope I'm wrong because that's terrible. But for the purpose of our picks, I'm taking the Steelers, and I'm going strictly on. I have a, I have a bad feeling about what's going on there. Yeah, I mean, nine is a lot of points. I mean, for a Steelers defense that is, you know, pretty solid, even missing two guys. I mean, the defense. No, this is really it, a COVID pick for me. I normally I would have taken the Browns minus the points because the Steelers are sitting right. guys. Um, I just think something's going on. Okay, yeah, and, and, you know, for what it's worth, I don't think this game gets canceled no matter what happens. Unless every fucking player on the Browns gets it. I, I, you know, look, we've seen teams play with less. The Broncos had no quarterbacks. Last week, the Browns themselves had no wide receivers. Right. Um, unless it gets really, really bad, and it would have to get really bad really quick, I think they're going to play this game because they don't have a chance to push it back. They're not going to force the Steelers to play That's on a short week before the playoffs. So I don't think this gets canceled. Uh, fingers crossed. We'll see. Next game, uh, no playoff implications here. Neither team right. is in it. It's the Vikings at the Lions. The Lions are plus seven underdogs. Important note, uh, Matt Stafford for the Lions says he wants to play, says he's going to play. Um, still TBD on that. No official decision from the coaches. The Vikings are missing Dalvin Cook. Tragically, his dad passed away this week. Uh, thoughts and prayers out to the yes. Cook family. That's, that's awful. Um, but he is not going to play. It's notable, obviously, he's one of the best running backs in the league. Um, Vikings at Lions. Line is plus seven for the Lions. Hottest wide receiver in the league right now is Jordan Jefferson, I think. Justin Jefferson. Him, too. It was, <laughs> it was his twin brother. I was JJ, about. you know. JJ. JJ. Um, 
for some stupid reason, I've been on the Vikings all year and they ended up failing me so many times. So I'm going to take them one more time. I love Jefferson. I love Thalen. Um, for what, some stupid reason, I think Cousins is just going to have a big game because the Vikings are probably trying to figure out how to get rid of his giant contract, so he's just going to stick it up their butt one more time. Throw for about 400 yards. Those receivers are going to have monster games. Stafford wants to play. That doesn't mean Stafford's going to play. Mm -hmm. I have a funny feeling this might be the end of Matt Stafford in Detroit. Hey, this is I, the last year I, of his contract. I could see yeah. him in New England next year. We'll play for Belichick. Just throw that out there. Washington. Maybe. No, man. Alex Smith is the man. Alex Smith wins football games. Washington is dumb if they if they make a move. He's 5-1 this season after his almost dying from a, a leg infection. Almost losing his leg. Man, Alex, don't... If, Ron Rivera, don't move Alex Smith out of there. You want to draft a young quarterback behind him like that's happened to him twice with Kaepernick and, and, um, and Mahomes? Sure, I would not get rid of Alex Smith for Matt Stafford by no means Washington. But anyway, back to this. I'm thinking the Vikings minus the points. I just have a feeling there's going to be a big offensive explosion. Yes, their offense is based on Dalvin Cook, so I mm -hmm. think Cousins is going to sling it around. I think he's going to sling it around well. Yeah, and they can throw the ball. Um, Thielen and, and Jefferson have both been great wide receivers for the Vikings Justin. this year. Justin Jefferson. Justin. My, um, <laughs> my pick, I'm, I'm picking Lions plus seven. I think it's all contingent upon um, Matty Stafford playing. If he's not playing, I really don't like that pick. We just saw the Lions without coaching get the break speed off of them uh, by the Bucks, which was, is kind of part of why I'm picking them, right? I think them getting beaten so badly without any coaches, like, makes this line more favorable for the Lions. I think it really should be a little tighter than that, and I think it's kind of an overreaction. So I'm taking the Lions plus seven. I think it could be a tight game with, you know, Dalvin Cook out especially. It makes the Vikings offense very one-dimensional. Um, so we will see. could be a good game, although no playoff implications. Speaking of no playoff implications, we have a little division rivalry, the Jets and the Pats. What well, really hasn't been much of a rivalry um, Although the Pats have not looked good, the Jets are on a two-game win streak. I never thought I'd say that this season. They're the dumbest team in sports. <laughs> they really are. The Pats are three-point favorites at home versus the Jets. Who would have thought this season that the Pats would be on, what, did they? Six-and-nine now. Yeah, they're six-and-nine. Are they on a two-game losing streak and the Jets are on a two-game winning streak? Something like that. It's, Pats are only three-point favorites. Anybody who's a Seinfeld fan, there's an episode of Bizarro World and I think we're living in it right now with the Jets and the Pats. And I'm going to roll with it. I'm going to take the Jets plus the points as the dumbest team in sports. I think now it doesn't affect them, so it's really not stupid for them to win. It doesn't matter. Uh, they've already privately, uh, from what I've heard out of New York, of WFAN uh, yesterday, Chris Johnson has already decided he's going to fire Adam Gaze after the season, which is not a hot take by any means. Not a hot cake or anything else. Yep. Um, for some strange reason, Belichick has been singing Gaze's praises in the press all week, which Belichick usually just kind of stays out of the press. It's been a freaking bizarre week. Something's going on. I, will, I, I, I can't remember if I've mentioned this on the show or in private, but I'm going to mention it now. I predict after this Pat season, and I'm sorry, Pat Sage, you're going to hate me for what I'm going to say, uh -oh. that Bill Belichick will assume the role of president of the New York Giants after the season. What? I don't think he's going to be in New England. I think this is it. I don't think he has the whole reason. I think he's still coaching this year was to try to chase Don Shula after a six win or maybe seven win. They win Sunday. It still puts him, I think he's 49 wins behind Shula. 
if you're on a 10-win pace, that's five years. But right now, they're not on a 10-win pace. They still have salary cap issues. They have no clue who their quarterback's going to be. I have a very, very, very weird feeling that this is Belichick's last game as the Patriots head coach. I have a very strange feeling and I, that this guy, to this day, is very close with the Giants' ownership. He placed Joe Judge there as the head coach. Gettleman's been under fire as the GM there for the last couple of years, but they've kind of held on to him. I think they only are going to make a move for somebody they want. I predict, I have no information, strictly my own opinion, that Bill Belichick is the president and general manager of the New York Giants next season. This so, off, or this coming offseason. Firing Adam Gase is not a hot take, but I think that is a very hot Something's take. Something's going on with Belichick. All this love of Adam Gase, the first, something out of character is going on with him. And I don't know if it's, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I've had this feeling about Belichick for the Giants all season long. This isn't based on this past week and, the, and what's going on in the press. Um, but he's speaking more than he normally does. He's giving takes and opinions more than ever. I mean, Belichick is famous for, we're on to next week. Yep. And that's it. But that's not what he's doing. I don't know where the love for Adam Gaze is coming from. I don't know what that's about. I don't know what their relationship is. Thank God for the Jets fans, Adam Gaze is going to be gone after this year. Um, I think the Jets win this game. I think there's a big – I think Josh McDaniels is the head coach of the New England Patriots next year. So if, if your take is true, it makes my pick feel even better to me. I have Pats minus three. If this is Belichick's last game with the Patriots, which I don't think what you're saying is probably going to happen, um, but he certainly would not go out with his last game being a loss to the goddamn Jets. The Patriots are going to win this game. He is not going to snub his immaculate record versus the Jets with this game. I know the Pats are struggling. I know the Jets somehow got hot at the very end of the season. Um, but I don't see the Patriots losing this game. Look, I've had just three points. I thought the line was going to be more. I'm still taking the Pats. All right, NFC beast, Cowboys and Giants. Again, if football team loses, Cowboys and Giants, the winner of this game will be the fourth seed in the NFC for the playoffs. Cowboys are three-point favorites on the road. I like the Giants. I know Jones has been banged up. He, it sounds like he's going to play. It sounds like he's not going to play 100%. I heard his interview yesterday. He's going to be limping around a little bit. He's not going to be running as much. Um, the Cowboys have obviously been a little hotter lately. Their offense has been clicking. Bradbury is back for the Giants. He's their best defensive back. The Giants' secondary has been really good all year. The Cowboys don't run it nearly as well as they should all year. Elliott's been just a huge disappointment. The Cowboys' hot streak is based on passing. The Giants' pass D is very good. If the Giants can slow the game down, they can give Goldman the ball a bunch and let Jones make some plays uh, and keep the game a little lower scoring. The Cowboys obviously want to make it a higher scoring game. Yep. Uh, so really, to me, the winner of this game is the pacemaker, if you will. And I just think the Giants will make the pace, keep this game in the lower 20s, and win the NFC East in what that's telling you what my prediction is going to be down the line here um in what has been historically the worst division we've ever seen it's awesome in my lifetime probably ever if yeah we'll get to the football team last but if they lose the winner will be i think a six win team six fuck nuts no one's going um, to seven in this division i don't mind i look I, I the only stat i'm gonna pick the the cowboys here you've got the giants um the cowboys in their last six games have not scored less than 30 points. 
The Giants, in their last five games, have not scored more than 20 points. It's pretty simple math, people. The Giants can't score. The Cowboys can. The Cowboys are going to win this game. I don't even think it's going to be close. The line's three. I think they're going by seven. I'm taking the Cowboys. All right, next game. So this does not have playoff implications in terms of who's in or who's out. However, it does matter for Bucks seeding. We already talked about it. They're at the five spot right now. To keep that five spot, they need to win or the Rams to lose. Um, but, you know, not, not a huge game for somebody making or missing the playoffs here. It's Falcons at Bucks, Tom Brady, Gronk, and the Bucks are six-and-a-half-point favorites at home. I'm going to make a statement I ever thought I'd make. The Falcons' defense has been hot lately. Uh, I, their, their games are much lower scoring than, than I than had been all year, and I ever would have thought that. I mean, the Falcons' defense were the flip. They actually played quite well the last three or four weeks. I'm going to think the Falcons plus the points here. Um, potentially Matt Ryan's last game in Atlanta. Been some talk about that. Arthur Blank did not commit to Matt Ryan's future in an interview yesterday. To the Patriots? Which, which Matt was, Ryan of the Patriots? Matt Ryan of the football team? Now, Matt Ryan of the Patriots <laughs> would, be, would be major. Um, that, that actually, because I think Matt Ryan's got plenty left in the tank. Unlike Matt Stafford, who's, I think he's so, he's so beat up. I don't know how much he has left. And Carson Wentz, who's potentially leaving Philly. God knows what's going on in his head. I think of a team that is, has a pretty good roster and just needs a quarterback. I think Matt Ryan's the way to go. If, if he's truly leaving Atlanta, which we don't know that that's the case. Um, yeah, I like the Falcons here. I think they keep it close. I think their defense, out of nowhere, they're, they're playing pretty well. Um, so let's, th- let's throw them out there. Falcons. I'm going to take the Bucks. For me, it was the hook on this, the six-and-a-half line. The Falcons have been kind of playing well, even though they've been out of the playoff picture for a little bit now. Um, but, uh, you know, the Bucks just beat the brakes off the Lions. I know the Lions had no coaches. But the Bucks' offense has looked like the best offensive performance, maybe from any NFL team that we've seen Ladies. all season last week. Um, and again, it's versus a bad Lions defense. It's versus a bad Lions defense with no coaches. Um, but I, I can't think that the, the Bucks are not going to win this by a touchdown. Um, the fact that it's under seven points, I'm taking the Bucks. Okay, that's all the 1 p.m. games. A lot of 1 p.m. games. One more 4 p.m. game than 1 p.m. games. Let's start with the Packers and the Bears. The Packers need to win this game to retain the one seed. The Bears have to win this game to stay in the playoff picture. They are the seven seed right now, um, so it matters for both teams. No one is going to rest, apparently. Um, I've got the Packers here. I look at, the Packers are a better team. They've looked fucking phenomenal. Um, I, I don't know why this line isn't more in favor of the Bears. Packers minus five and a half. Easiest money you'll ever make. Except for the fact that I'm going to emotionally hedge on the team that I do not want to see in the playoffs. But I have a feeling they're going to find their way in and give us a very ugly opening round game. That would be a very a very 2020 thing to have. I'm going to take the stupid Bears plus the points. They're going to freaking win this game and make the playoffs and aggravate me to no end. And I don't know why I think that. Just my own self-aggravation. I got Chicago. Okay. Uh, Chris, who always jokes me for my personal emotional hedges, now sees the value that sometimes if you bet against the thing that you want to happen, you, you find yourself in kind of a I don't want to see them in the playoffs, right. so they're going to be in the playoffs. <laughs> so I'm on the Packers minus 5.5. You're on Bears plus 5.5. Next game, no playoff implications here. Raiders-Broncos division rivalry matchup. Raiders on the road are minus 2.5. I, I, don't, I don't know what happened to this team. I like the Raiders midway through the season. They, they just crapped out. Um, they have played some terrible fourth quarters lately. 
Uh, they got lucky against the Jets because the Jets literally were trying to lose Greg Williams. Yeah. Blitz eight guys on a last Harry. second play. Um, but the Raiders, I mean, they they choked away the Dolphins game. They had control of, they, which was to stay in the playoff race. Uh, I, I I like Denver plus the points. I think Denver's trying to build something. I like Locke. I like the defense. And but the main part of this is I don't know what's going on with the Raiders. Some. Somewhere around week 11 or 12, they just, like, stopped. They just, I don't know if they lost focus or what the hell's going on with them. Um, I'm just, I was high on the Raiders, and now I'm just down on the Raiders. Uh, they they, they kind of had a nice building. They were running the ball a lot. Jacobs was great. Defense was okay. Carr was making the right decisions. Gruden seemed to be pulling the right strings. And in the last month, that's gone completely against all that, yep. especially in fourth quarters. Um so I'm not, not going to pick them. Yeah, I, I personally think that I, I got to go with the Raiders here. Nobody gives a shit about this game, to be honest. Um, I just think the Raiders have been a better team than the Broncos most of the season. So um, I'm going to take the Raiders in this one. Minus two and a half, mostly because that hook, they can win by field goal. I don't really know. Not much else to say there. Next game, Jags-Colts. Jags, number one pick, future Trevor Lawrence holders. On the road at the Colts, who are on the outside looking in, need a win to get into the AFC playoff picture. Colts are 14-point favorites. Uh, that's a lot of points. The Jags are allowed to win because they had clinched number one pick. That is, I got Jacksonville plus 14. I think there's going to be a great football game. That is a good point. They are locked in, so they can win this game, and it will not impact their draft position. I'm on the Colts, though. I, I, I mean, they showed versus the, in the first half versus the Steelers that they can score points against a good defense. Jacksonville is not a good defense. Um, I don't think they're going to choke this one away like they did versus the Steelers. I think the Colts are going to demolish the Jags uh, just to polish off a really poopy season for the Jaguars. Poopy. That's right. Poopy. Um, that is, is that a technical term, poopy? That's a technical term. Okay. Um, Next one is no playoff implications. Chiefs locked into the one seed. Chargers locked out of the playoffs. Chiefs are a three and a half point underdog. Huh? And I like the Chargers here because huh? I don't think the Chiefs are going to play anybody huh? in this game. Mahomes, they've already huh? said he's going to play. I got a feeling Kelsey is going to play. Tyreek is going to play. Le'Veon's not going to play. Um, or Hale. Like, I don't think anybody's going to play for the Chiefs. I think we're going to see a bunch of backups. McCall Hardman might have 200 yards receiving from. I don't even know their back. Was Chase Day? I feel like Chase Daniel's the backup for like every team in the NFL. I don't know. For why. the Chiefs, yeah, the I think it's player? Chad Henney. Oh, actually, Henney's actually a pretty capable guy. Um, it is. Henney, it Henney is Chad Henney. Yeah. He's one of the four or five backups we need that probably could beat you. But I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna take the Chargers. I think the kid's gonna win the games in the season. I think Herbert's gonna come out next year, and if he's going to start ascending. A la Josh Allen, the last uh-huh. year, one, two, three. I think that's what Herbert's looking at. So I like Herbert winning this, this final game of, of 2020 uh, in a game that is, yes, it's meaningless. Yeah, it totally depends on what, what who the Chiefs rest, right? The only person that's officially been announced is that Mahomes is not going to play. Um, but it totally depends who the Chiefs rest. They're not going to play. The game. fact that, look, I mean, the Chiefs are so good that even – with backups, they stand a chance of beating the Chargers here. The fact that they're dogs, I'm just going to ride the Chiefs because the points, without knowing more about who they're going to rest here, the Chargers, I think, likely will not have Keenan Allen or Joey Bosa because of injury, not because they're just resting them. Um, I think this, the Chiefs stand a chance here. Who knows? Um, I'm going to take them plus three and a half. Okay, Cardinals at Rams. This one does have big and playoff major implications. implications. Major. Win and you're in. It's as easy as that. 
Um, the Rams are three-point dogs at home. This is the battle of the coaching pretty boys out in the NFC West. And I'm going to go with McVay. I think he's the better coach. I'm taking the Rams plus three. I know John Wall is playing point guard yeah. quarterback John and everything Wall. else under the sun. I think he's going to drop at least 12 assists. I think he's going to score about 20 points. And I... Triple-double? Double-double? Yeah, he's not much of a rebounder. Um, Cam Akers... I'm, I'm banking on Cam Akers is going to play in this game. I don't know that he's going questionable. to play He's very yep. questionable. Uh, he really was hot as a firecracker. But I just like McVay here. I'm taking the coach in this game. I think the Rams plus the points. I think the Rams win the game. This is a money line game. This is my – I don't do locks the week like Billy does, but I love the Rams on the money line this week. Um, I'm, I'm going with the coach. I don't like Kingsbury. I do like McVay, and that's it. That's okay. It. Yeah, my, my thought is less about the coaches, more about the quarterbacks. I can't bet on a guy that's never started an NFL game in a game that's basically a playoff game. But he's, he was an all-star point guard for like four or five times already. <laughs> John Walford. I think John he, Wall. I think he played he for – He goes by John Walford. I think Walford played for like Wake Forest or something. But he's never started an NFL game. Um, I don't even know if he's had a snap as an NFL quarterback. Can't bet that guy against a number one pick like Kyler Murray who's going to play. I'm taking cards minus three. He's got his own dance. Come on. <laughs> John Walford. Um, Seahawks at 49ers, a game that does not have any implications for who's in, who's out, but it does have implications for the Seahawks seeding. Again, they can jump all the way into the one seed if the Packers and Saints lose and they win. Um, the 49ers, nothing to play for here. Um, Kittle is back, though. That's kind of good news. Six, 49ers are six-point dogs. I like them. Their D looked good last week. They're such a, they're such a Jekyll and Hyde team. Yeah. But last week, their D looked great again. Kittle yeah. was big. Uh, I'm going to take the Niners plus the points. I do think Seattle finds a way to win this game. Um, does that mean they're a one seed? Probably not. I, I, I think One of those other two teams are going to win? I think somebody's yeah. going to win. Probably. I actually like the Saints here. But, no, I, I, do think, um, I do think the Niners cover the spread. I think we have a great football game. Yeah, I'm going to disagree with you again. I don't know that we've picked a single game the same so far. I don't think we have. I'm going to pick the Seahawks. Uh, Six-point spread because it's under the hook for me. Uh, that seven-point hook, they can win by touchdown, win it. Uh, don't have a whole lot of other thoughts. 49ers don't have much to play for. Seahawks kind of do. Um, yeah, I'm taking Seahawks minus six. Next game, kind of same situation playoff-wise. Saints at Panthers. Saints are going to make the playoffs. It's about what seed they get. Panthers are not going to make the playoffs. Panthers are six-and-a-half-point dogs. Panthers have been game lately. I think the Saints win this game. This is going to be much like my Niners pick. I'm going to take the Panthers plus the six-and-a-half. I do think the Saints will win this game. I think it's going to be a much closer game than people think. Um, the Panthers, you know, when, when we say these NFL teams that are out of the playoffs have nothing to play for, we're talking about the Chargers and the Jets. Right. There's I mean, contracts I, I and tape. The, and, the, yeah. Yeah, the, let me tell you about NFL players. They're all playing for contracts. They want to put tape on film. Yeah. Tape on film. Performance on film. Tape, tape on and film. Being the same tape thing. on film. Books on tape. I don't know. <laughs> um, no, I think all these – and, and it's, it's proven in the past in, – in past years, if you really watch these Week 17 games – when you have the teams that have nothing to play for, often these guys play great. They take the pressure off, and they actually play their best football. I like the Panthers. I think the Saints win the game. I think the Panthers cover the spread. I think it's a very close game. I also think this is exactly like the, the Seahawks 49ers game. I'm taking the Saints because it's under the hook of seven points. I think they can win by a touchdown. The Saints have not said they're going to rest anybody yet. And uh, even if the playoffs... Oh, I don't think they will. I think the Saints yeah. are going to play their guys. Even if, the Panthers the were in the, even if the Panthers were in the playoff picture, I just think the Saints are a much better team. Um, I'm taking the Saints minus six and a half. Okay, last game of the 4 p.m. slot. Then we'll have one game afterwards. Titans at Texans. This 
is my, uh, my favorite game. I put it in my teaser. I love the Titans here. The Texans are bad, 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 bad. They lost to the Bengals. I love the Titans here. They're going to run the ball through the Texans' throat. I've got Titans minus 7.5. They're going in my teaser. I'll give you in a minute. Um, I, I think Derrick Henry is going to literally score, put more yards up than the entire Texans' offense. I, I, I agree. It's going to be a high, high, high-scoring game. My lock of the week, if I were doing that, would be the over in this game. I like the Texans plus seven and a half. I like Deshaun putting a bunch of points on the board. I agree Derrick Henry's going to have a monster game. I think we're looking at like a 44-40 game, something crazy like that. Okay. Um, but I, I like Houston because um, I just like Watson getting hot. The Titans defense is crap. The Titans offense scores like crazy. Yeah. So I think we're just looking at a shootout. Seven and a half point kind of gives you the hook on that one too. Yeah. Um, fair enough. Okay, last game. Washington football whatever's. At the Philadelphia Eagles, Washington whatevers are a one-and-a-half-point favorite. They are the current division leader. If they win, they are in. Those who know me have heard me say this all year long. I think I've said it on the show a couple times. I know I've said it at the bar a thousand times. If at, This was back when Haskins and, and Kyle Allen were the quarterbacks to Washington. And I said it from the beginning. If they give the ball to Alex Smith, he'll win the division. Alex Smith is 5-1 as a starter. The rest of the starters are 2-8. and eight. With that said, given Alex Smith's injury history, there's been no declaration of whether or not he's going to play. I think to protect him as a human being, Ron Rivera's not going to play him. Interesting. I don't think Alex Smith is going to play on Sunday. I think if Alex Smith plays, they win, and, and what I'm going to say is wrong. I think Alex Smith is not going to play Sunday. I think the Eagles are going to win this game. I think the Giants are going to win the division. And I think this is going to be a life protection move for Alex Smith. Um, and I hope I'm wrong. Not the backup, that I want to see Alex Smith protected, but I think if Alex Smith plays, they do win the, the game. The backup played pretty well. They cut, no, obviously, I, the big story is they cut Haskins. They, they, yeah, well, Haskins should be cut and shouldn't be in the NFL because this guy is irresponsible, immature, and all the, all the I words. Um, Mikey sent the smoke signals. Over. Yeah, we, we're coming up on we're an coming hour. up on that on that hour. Um, I'm taking the Eagles plus the point and a half. I just think Smith doesn't play in this game. I'm going to take Washington. I think like this is the year they finally win that division. They haven't in quite some time. Um, everything I'm seeing is saying that Alex Smith is likely to play. He did not practice yesterday, but no. that was expected. Um, it, yeah, definitely still up in the air. Jalen Hurts is playing well for the Eagles. A little rejuvenation into that offense. Um, but I like Washington here. That defense is very, very good. And that's I hope really... I'm wrong. Noted. I'm willing to lose yeah. this pick. I'd, like, I'd love to see Alex Smith win this division, but I, don't, I just don't think he's going to play. Um, yeah, and if he doesn't play, there, there are some questions. I, I forget the name of their backup, but he, he was actually pretty good last week. Definitely played better than Haskins did. Um, Haskins. So I, I like Washington here. Their defense is, you know, I, I truly think it's like potentially a top five defense in the NFL, pass and, and rush defense their combined. Their front four is elite. I don't know, but they're back seven. Yeah, their front four is as good. I mean, Chase Daniel or um, Chase Young has Chase been Young. as good as advertised. Uh, very good. I like Washington here. I, I, I think they're going to keep the Eagles under 20 points, and they're going to win that game. So that's the end of the picks. I have one teaser for you. He's going to um, tease you. He's such a you. tease. Uh, Final tease. Final tease of 2020. My teasers are four and two all time. Big winners. Big winners. It did lose last week, so I'm statistically due to bounce back this week. It's the Titans minus one and a half versus the Texans. Titans minus one and a half. 
and the Packers plus five. The Packers will not lose the Bears. The Titans will not lose the Texans. This is a lock. Put the house on it. Teaser, Titans, minus one and a half. Packers plus five. And that concludes the Jordan episode, episode 23. 23. And the year 2020. We wish everybody a happy and healthy new year. Please be safe out there tonight. Whatever you're doing, you know, put a mask on. Do what you're supposed to do. You know, stay, keep it in. It's probably the smart thing to do. Yeah. Um, Billy, anything? Yeah, thank God this year is over. <laughs> that's it. I All mean. right. That's it, man. That's episode 23, and that's the year 2020. Thanks, guys. See ya.